Fitzy and Whipper with Kate Ritchie podcast. Oh, just, this this fascinates me, these stories. And we know that death is one of the few oh. certainties in life. But light showers, yes. light topics. For these here, six here. people, they have experienced it and come back. So they're explaining it, what it was like dying and coming back to life. Do you believe in life after death? After death, if this has happened to you before, if you've died before, what did you see? 13, 20, 14, you're obviously still with us. Congratulations, you've won. What do you want? A hundred grand or a hundred in the hand? <laughs> Doesn't matter. I've got well something done. worth well more done. than that. Another day on this planet. Oh, wow. Well, we'll Put a price on that, mate. Well, it would change, it would change your outlook, wouldn't it? I well, mean, you'd hope so. Yeah. yeah. You could, because I think even when people are diagnosed with particular things or certain things in life happen, it does make you think, how am I going to do things differently? Yeah. Yeah. This is a this is a second chance for me. We, I mean, we've covered so many of those stories where not only have they just died on the operating table and come back after a few minutes yeah. with a story to tell, what about those poor people who are usually from Colombia and mm. they wake up three weeks later knocking on the, on the coffin? On the, oh, I mean, on we, the coffin, get out of the coffin, run across the road and get hit by a bus. Yeah, yeah, yes. Back into the coffin. <laughs> it was really your time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Dean underwent major surgery. Um, during the surgery, he bled out, causing him to die sev- for several minutes. Dino. I woke up, Dino, woke up. <laughs> I woke up in what looked like space, but there wasn't any stars or light. Mm-hmm. I wasn't floating, so to speak. So I, how do you know it's space if there's no stars? Well, good call. You mm. asked Dino. I was just there, said Dino. I wasn't hot or cold, hungry or tired, just a peaceful, neutral kind of thing. I I knew there was light and love somewhere nearby, but I had no urge or need to go to it right away, said Dino. I remember thinking over my life, but it wasn't like a montage. More like I was idly flipping flipping through a book and snippets stood out here and there. Whatever it was, it changed my thoughts on a few things. I'm... I am still afraid to die, but I am worried about what happens after that. Dino. It's pretty good. <laughs> you know, I had a friend and she was only six years old and she fell overboard um, on a boat and she drowned but came back to life. And she talks about in that mere six years that she lived, she has a clear view of her life flicking back over the days. Really? How yep. old is she now? She is about 75. And she remembers that? She remembers it and still sees it clearly. From when she was six. What about this one? Schneider was thrown from his motorbike. He was doing about 90 k's an hour and was medically dead when he was taken to hospital. As he was laying on the road before the ambulance came, he recalled someone he knew encouraging him. Just remember being on the pavement and, th- and things slowly got black, went black, and it was all quiet. The only reason I didn't fall asleep was because of a bizarre moment when I heard someone yelling, Ranger up! Get up! Get up! And they were slapping on my helmet. Oh, wow. When I opened my eyes, I saw my brother squatting on the pavement next to me saying, Get up! He said this was odd because my brother died from an overdose several years ago. I love those ones. Do you know what? That's up there with when someone passes away and they say, um, it's not your time yet. They say, I saw this light and a white figure saying it's not your time. I'd have so many questions if someone said that to me if I died. How long have you been doing this for, mate? Yeah. How long have you been sending people? And why is it up to you? Don't tell me what to do, hey? And who are you? Are you the guy they talk about with the Bible? Is that you? This one's a good one as well. I don't well. think he has time to do oh, that. Doesn't he? He's doing this is other a quick, things. This is a quick review from Kelvin. You want to hear this one? Yes. Dying hurts, but death itself is very peaceful. Nine out of ten would die again. <laughs>
would recommend. Well, Tommy, you've done a nursing course. You know that when you die, it releases a chemical or a, a, an element yes. within the brain, so it is a peaceful experience. Yes, to, to numb that, that yes. sort of trauma. Something is released, yeah. so you have this feeling of, mm. I can only assume it's like a morphine or an endone hit or, you know, some sort of yeah, really get it. heavy painkiller. Isn't that drug as well that Joe Rogan talks about? That Will Anderson spoke to us about it as well. That where you actually... you Oh, you go to the other side? Well, no, you've come out of your body and you, you look over yourself. Oh, no thanks. See, this is that... That doesn't interest no, me at all. No, thank what you. If you thought, oh, my sense of direction is really bad. What if I couldn't <laughs> find my way back into my body? Oh, you lost. Kate, Kate, you see Kate's just hovering around the wrong body. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's it, it not would me. be. And my mother no, would I'm be going, here. I told you so. I knew you needed to pay more attention and look out the window when you were being driven around all those years ago. Look, oh, what hap- oh, look what's happened now, Kate. God, so your mother would be there too, she telling might, you off. She might be. Again. No, she doesn't do that. If this has happened to you before, if you have died. What did you see? What did you see? And how did you come back to life? I'm going through some of these stories here. This lady here said she just went, she saw a garden. She uh, went into blackness, fading in and out. And at one point, I was staring out at a garden. It wasn't filled with flowers, Kate, just dust and patchy grass. There was a playground with a merry-go-round in the middle and two children running around it, a boy and a girl. It's difficult to describe, but I got the feeling I could choose if I wanted to stay or leave. But every time I tried to go back, I was held in place. Really? Oh, my God. I guess some people get to a point in their life, too, where if it is so peaceful and life outside that moment, is there's a lot going on, you might just... You might accidentally die because you just feel like a rest. Yeah, yeah. it's like I really like this. I'm I hoping that. I get to that stage when I'm older, like I'm probably 99, probably 105, you know, I'll be a stayer, but I'll just get to yes, that stage. Well, I'd Could be 65. Just to, just to upset everyone. <laughs> well, I had to resuscitate you after you died up on stage at that corporate at the weekend. That's, that's happened oh. a couple of times. Um, Kerry thank in, you for the mouth-to-mouth. Kerry in Edmondson Park. What Did you, did you pass away, Kerry? I don't know if I passed away, but I, I was definitely, I think, passing over. Yeah, what um, I, I had, um, I fainted in the shower, and it was my parents' house, so they had that built-in ledge where they had all the shampoo. Oh, so as I went dangerous. down, I collected the back of my skull. Oh, and my um, yeah, my eyes rolled back, and I could hear everything going on around because my sister was in the bathroom putting on her makeup, and the screaming, and my mother running down the hallway, and them trying to get me out of the shower, and my mother was slapping me across the face, calling my name. But I felt like I was walking, I don't know what you say, a void or a tunnel, and I was walking one direction. But every time she would scream, I would stop. And I just remember that sense of confused which way to go. So, you know, as the more I walked towards the, the darkness, I suppose, the more my mother's voice faded. But then every time I'd stop, and as she became more and more hysterical, apparently another time my eyes open but then they rolled back in my oh, head God, how scary. and then I then I finally turned around and started walking towards where I thought my mother's voice was coming from yeah. and as I got closer and closer it got brighter and brighter and I opened my eyes and obviously came to wow was there a moment where you could hear your mum's voice and you said no nah, I just want to keep walking away <laughs> from that <laughs> look I was I was 13 at the time so maybe that did cross my mind wow uh, it's but, interesting um, because you hear and you know you do see it in the movies or TV shows where someone will be dying or whatever or they're on the bed and then the doctor or a loved one will be going don't you leave us and yelling at them yeah. maybe that does work 
That oh, brings gosh, you back. Yeah. Look, go, I, go, I, Kerry. I believe if she hadn't been calling me, I would have kept walking the opposite direction. We, so I definitely feel like I would have passed over. Yeah. yeah. Go on, mate. I mean, we plead with Whipper to leave us every day out the office. Tommy, that time you fell over and we were there. Tim! Tim! Yeah. 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 So yeah. we need to have a meeting about name. this after the show and make a pact mm. that if um, mm. Whipper falls over in the shower <laughs> when we go to the Northern Territory and hits his head, everyone... Be real quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is. Don't, don't leave us. Hey, don't leave us so he can hardly hear you. Yeah. Kate, you do not need hey, to come into the I bathroom can, if I fall I, over I can the see shower. chicken and chips at the end of the tunnel. Oh. Oh. He's back. He's back. We pleaded we with got him. him. Very quietly, we were whispering. We got a dozen donuts. Michael in Ride, what happened to you, Mick? G'day, guys. I remember meeting you blokes down at uh, Bondi Beach when Dingy was in town back in the day. Oh, oh Dingy, wasn't that man. one of the greatest days ever, Michael? That was the first Absolutely. time he'd seen the ocean. Mate, it was phenomenal. It was just awesome. And anyway, guys, I've had a number of these near-death encounters, first of which I was 15. Um, I grew up riding a skateboard, one of those really, really skinny things, and I reckon I was four, yeah. flying down the, um, the driveway at Beverly Hills where I grew up. Yeah. Anyway... Progressed to a board one morning in the school holidays, January 1990, changed the trucks and deck, went down this steep um, bitumen bike track yeah. down John Mountford Reserve at, uh, at Nawee there, Beverly oh, yeah. Hills North, yeah. and, mate, came off it, smacked the back of my head on the bitumen going around the, um, the S-bends at breakneck speed, okay. knocked unconscious, uh, long story short, um, mates came down, dragged me up the hill in front of the tennis court. Yeah. Mum and Dad could see me from the balcony. They yelled out to me. Apparently, I got up and fell back down. They called an ambulance. On arrival to hospital, respiratory system shut down, flatlined. Oh, um, no way. What did you see? surgeons on the ready to operate. What did you see, Mick? Mate, I just was in a different... I can't explain. Um, a just world. a different... Place, different realm. Was it dark? And, uh, was it dark or light, Michael? It was dark, yeah. and then I was saying to Kate earlier, um, I could have been when I was being like transferred from wherever to ICU because then ICU for a week. Yeah, and um, but they had a team in Houston's on the ready to operate. I was brought up Catholic. Um, they said, if there's anyone a ring, ring them now. They called up my, oh my amazing parish priest from Regina Chaley yeah. in Beverly Hills, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> where I went to primary school. Doctor yep. uh, Father William Malone oh, yeah. Malone, um, yeah. Came and gave me my final rights the morning of the 6th. Oh, oh, wow. and oh, yep. And no medical reason now I came out unscathed. Yeah. Anyway, and then just had this really, like, incredible sense of things different transformed like wow. just all my senses really heightened i could hear stuff like miles away i could just you can talk for I don't us know, I can't explain it and um then 16 i was really fit and i was in a biathlon oh, down one. at um, botany yeah yeah botany bay and um started in the swim leg all of a sudden this massive swarm of jellyfish in um in gulf the swimmers or the tail end because I wasn't a strong swimmer swung, strong cyclist but not a strong swimmer at the yeah, time yeah, good info got engulfed yeah. got engulfed with tentacles all over look out long <laughs> get on the bikes and I stop long story quit. short yeah. glad you said tentacles I started slowing down I could always take over people but I started going slower oh no Rest, my windpipe started slowing started Uh-oh. struggling to breathe jumped into the St John's ambulance tent 45 Flat minutes line. later got to hospital um, I could barely breathe uh, steroid injection 
they, they told me 45 minutes would have been very different yeah. if I hadn't gotten there. That's yeah. jellyfish. Then the following year, yeah. a uh, so fatal are... car accident oh, at 17. My oh, first mate at the time in we his mum's new Commodore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spun it around edge ba- um, on, left on Edgebaston Road. Oh, from, um, <laughs> What's up Beverly Hills? Yeah, Beverly Hills. Hills again. Lost control, smashed <laughs> in the side of a tree, lost life flash before my eyes. No and um, the car was like crippled. Um, counted about 35 cars. It stopped. It was about 10.30 on a Saturday night, wet. So if anyone could lend assistance, we were standing there. It was like in purgatory. So so you've died three times, Mick? And, and well, I hadn't technically died in the, um, oh, the jellyfish okay. and the... I don't know about Beverly Hills. Finer. You could have left that one out. <laughs> yeah, I'd, but, I'd leave Beverly but, Hills, mate, if I was you. Oh, uh, so my... Ah, uh, uh, damn. Oh, so he's riding his skateboard. <laughs> Luke Combs has come in. I thought he would have been riding a horse. Fitzy and Whipper with Kate Ritchie is a Nova podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to novapodcast.com.au.